Survivor 46 is here, and so is On Fire, the only official Survivor podcast, and we have a twist this season. The winner of Survivor 45, D. Vyadaris, will be joining us every week. We're going behind the scenes of the biggest moments, the how and the why things happen, and the strategy and analysis you can only get from someone like me, a Survivor winner. Listen to On Fire, the official Survivor podcast, wherever you get your podcast. This episode is brought to you by Hyperice, the leader in advanced warm-up and recovery technology. They have tons of innovative products, like Venom-heated wearables to help soothe sore back muscles, Normatec compression boots to speed up recovery and increase circulation, and Hypervolt massage guns to improve mobility. Loved by athletes like Naomi Osaka and Erling Holland. Try them yourself. Get 10% off your order with the code MOVE at hyperrice.com. Why take one vacation with the family when you could take all of them? With Royal Caribbean, you don't just go to the beach. You visit a private island and race down the tallest water slide in North America. You don't just go for a road trip. You ATV and zip line through the jungle. You don't just go somewhere new. You rappel down waterfalls and discover ancient temples. Because this isn't just any vacation. This is all the vacations. Come seek the Royal Caribbean. Ships Registry, Bahamas. It's only a kick. A jump. A block. It's only a serve. It's only a tackle. A run. It's only for the fans. After all, it's only pressure. You got this. Adidas. That's four podcasts in two weeks. We, we didn't even hit a Jason Sanders yet. Greetings, local loyal local loyal listeners. You're listening <laughs> to the Blowhole on Fans First Sports Network. You can give us a follow on X, formerly X. known as Twitter, at T Blowhole. You can also shoot us an email, theblowholeradio at gmail.com. Or give us a follow on Instagram, uh, the Blowhole Podcast on Instagram. Um... This is our second podcast this week. Yes, it is. As we, we said, it would be the victory over the Cowboys a couple days ago, and now it's a very, very tough matchup. We travel to Baltimore on Sunday at one p.m. Eastern. Surprised this game wasn't flexed. I'm very surprised, given the crappy slate of late games the NFL has. Teed actually, there's actually a decent reason for it. So I, I got a buddy that is a Ravens fan who lives in Baltimore, like a season ticket holder, and Baltimore did not want to flex the game. It's New Year's. So like, peop- I think that there's like 10. I think the idea is get all the one games in so people can go out, you know, so there's less stuff going on later to make it watchable. If it wasn't New Year's, this totally would have been flexed into the night game, but like, uh, you know, that, that, that's, that's, that, that's the deciding factor there. Interesting. Uh, either way, I'm, I'm actually glad because then, you know, I, my, my day is freed up so I can watch the dolphins in the morning out here on the West coast. Um, and then if we choose to do anything at night, we, uh, we have the night free. So we'll, we'll see, we'll, we'll see how it goes. We'll see how celebratory we're feeling, but you're drinking both. either way. 
<laughs> this is true. Very, very true. So the Baltimore Ravens um, are the best team in the NFL currently. They're number one in all the power rankings. They have the best record. They're 12 and three. They This line started out at three and a half. It's down to three. Um, they are favored. So I guess that means if this was on a neutral field, uh, it would be even money. Yeah, that all of that like best team in the league is is that's all on power rankings is all nonsense because it's all recency biased. That there is was, true. There was one week where they had the oh my god, are the Jags the best team in the AFC when they were eight and three? Like I will say the Ravens have consistently been the Ravens are yes, they are they they are very they are probably the second best team in the AFC. What? <laughs> Come on. But no, they they deserve it. They deserve the praise. And they destroyed a great opponent last week. And I love it. I love that that happened. We finally get a team coming off a big win where we could then smash them in their overconfident bases as opposed to a team coming off a humiliating loss, which actually happened three times. And we only won one of them. So their losses are weird. They lost to the Colts early on in the season. They lost to the Steelers early on in the season. And they lost to the Browns in the middle of the season. That Browns game was was an interesting one. I think that was the one where Deshaun Watson was lost for the year. And they ended up losing to it's, P.J. Walker, I believe. And those are division games, and they always play each other tough. So well, the Colts, Colts are not in their division. No, the Brown, I'm just talking about the Browns, the Browns yeah. game. But yeah, yeah, they they always have slugfests. Um, no matter if one team's good or bad, it doesn't matter. That and that's you know that stuff happens in divisions. Early on, yeah, they had stupid losses. Um, we had a stupid loss. Like it, they happen. Yeah. So it's, as yeah, it's funny. Ahead. Lamar's record against the NFC. I think he's he's like like twenty and zero or something stupid. Like I don't think twenty he's ever, and one. Twenty and one. Yeah. Daniel Jones. Was oh my New god! New York that's, Giants. That's, that's beautiful. Yes. Beautiful. And Daniel Jones. One Daniel Jones. I believe that was last season actually. Um. Yeah. So we are sitting at eleven and four, as most of you know. Uh, this game what? is huge for the playoff implications for the AFC. What is at stake for the Miami Dolphins on Sunday? If we win, we will now hold the number one seed in the AFC, and it clinches us the AFC East division. So we are still in the hunt for the division, the AFC East division, and we're actually in the front, the driver's seat for the division right now, and. Um, we are still in the hunt for the number one seed and a first round buy, which would be huge for this team as we are very, very banged up as we are about to get into. Um, but yeah, this is this is the biggest game the Miami Dolphins have had I, in. I mean, I would venture to say this is a bigger game than the, the playoff game that we had last year against Buffalo. Um there's more. I feel like there's actually more at stake for this game. But. I get the feeling, but I think that's recency bias too, because obviously we're already in the playoffs. Like if we lose this game, we could still win the Super Bowl. <laughs> like the playoff game, if you lose that game, you can't win the Super Bowl. So it's not. But I get it. It feels bigger because because it we want. Forget the national media that all still. No matter what we do, they move the goalpost and they're like, "Well, they beat a good team, but is it a good team? Like, really now beat this team?" And who cares about that? But all of us, that little voice inside of us, that I, we all. I have, don't care about that. 
no, we don't. Nobody cares about that. But we all have inside ourselves. We have a Roptimist on the shoulder and 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 a James on the other shoulder. <laughs> and like one says, this team is the best team we've ever seen. The other one's like, oh my god, are we frauds? Like there's that little voice inside that that like the what what made us afraid of the Jets game. You're right. Is, is this team going to fold? We've just because we've been there before. We don't believe it, but we're. It could, you know, what if? <laughs> what if? What if that is the case? I think there's a little bit of both. Like, I mean, I think there. I mean, just in general, like, I think, I think this is the best team that we've seen in in a long time, and I don't think there's any real debate about that right now. No, no. But, but that doesn't mean we can't be, you know, that we're not real contenders either, because we haven't had a real contender, and we could still be the best team that we've seen in 20 years. And still not be a real contender. So, <laughs> but I do feel like we are a real contender, and that's why I feel like this game is more important than that playoff game last year. Because by the time we were in that playoff game last year, it was—I mean, we, we rolled out a practice squad team. Basically, it was like—I <laughs> mean, it was the, the walking wounded out there. But the, had, the reason, but to me, the reason why it's not as important is because you live to play another day, no matter what. And if you if you play well. And have a hard-fought game on the road and lose by like a last-second field goal, you could come away with a moral victory, right? You're still you could still win the AFC East. You could still get the two seed. You could still make things, and you know you could play with this team. And you just needed to play here or there. You know what I mean? So you could lose this and not have it be the end of the world. Now, if we get you know if we get trounced, then we're gonna have to hear it, and and that's gonna suck. Yeah, I, I, I don't think we're going to get trounced. I do not think we're going to win, um, but I do not think we're going to get trounced. I think we can play with this team. It's, it's a really good team. I, the Ravens, I mean, watching them play, uh, as I've watched them play this year, they, I mean, the core of their team, I mean, Lamar Jackson's been there for a long time now. You know, they've they've built a competent wide receiving core around him. This is the best group of wide receivers, I think, that he's had since he's been there. Um Zay Flowers is is a rookie, but he's a, a really a very very good rookie wide receiver. Um, Odell Beckham Jr. is there. It is not the same Odell Beckham Jr. you know from a couple of years ago, but he's still a very competent and very good wide receiver. Um, and Rashad Bateman is a is a solid number three option. And Isaiah Likely, who's their starting tight end because Mark Andrews is out, is a fantastic receiving tight end. They have a great offensive line. They have an amazing running game, which they've had for years. Um, and Lamar Jackson is, is Lamar Jackson. He's very, very difficult to sack. He keeps plays alive. He makes good throws. He makes good reads. He doesn't turn the ball over very much. Um, when they win, I mean, there, there are uh, no. games when he implodes or whatever, but I mean, that happens to every quarterback, you know, you get yeah. in the thing and he's not like a Josh Allen that's going to turn the ball over. No, no, but he, de- but times. he has like in those losses you mentioned, those are where he will throw a dumb pick or 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 fumble you know get sacked and fumbled because he's so used to being able to get out of trouble and sometimes that gets him into trouble like it's not so, unheard of yeah the the it was two years ago now the flores the thursday night game where we where we just totally shut them down which i yeah i haven't seen anything like that since or <laughs> i never saw anything like that before with them i think there was a playoff game where they went up to buffalo where the bills just completely shut them down um which was disappointing. Um, but that's that's the kind of effort we're going to need out of. So we played this team last year, as, as many of you remember. It was week two of the season. 
Um, and it was a shootout. It was a crazy game. We were down 35 to 14 going into the fourth quarter, and Tua led us to a 42 to 38 victory in that game. Oh, such a good game. That was a great game. That was a great game. So I, I don't see this game playing out like that one. Just like when we when we talked about that game last year, we thought maybe, you know, could we repeat the effort that we had against them the previous year where we completely shut them down on that Thursday night? The answer was obvious right away that that was not going to happen. So I think this game falls somewhere in the middle. Um, I think our defense is a lot more consistent and um, stable, I guess is, is probably a good good word for it than, than it was under the, the Flores and Boyer years where it was just, you know, feast or famine, you get to the quarterback or you get burned. So, um, you know, the, I think, yeah. Uh, so I was going to say the one thing that gets me feeling a little better about this game, because like we all, you know, we see the highlights and we see the box score and we know they destroyed the 49ers. But yes. 49ers had like four turnovers. They won the turnover battle like four nothing. And. No, the Niners outgained them. They had longer. Yeah, the score been, the score was like was pretty close considering that scenario. So if 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 all if Tua doesn't play awful like Purdy did, now it's all of a sudden you know it's it seems it seems like it's in reach, and that's probably why the line is you know the 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 home home gets like two and a half, so they're still giving the the Ravens uh, a, a a bump. But that's why I still think, you know, it's still pretty close to even here because I don't think we're going to make those mistakes. I don't think they're going to do to us what they did to the 49ers. I think, you know, um, McDaniel obviously knows the 49ers very well, so he probably saw a lot of that tape and what didn't work for them. Um, and hopefully, you know, he will learn from that. Um, it's going to be more uh, for me. It's more about our defense, how our defense contains their offense and is if they're able to keep us in the game. I don't think we're going to be able to go score for score for them like we did last year. Their defense is much better than it was last year. Um, yeah. And specifically, you know, at the safety position, uh, Kyle Hamilton is a is is a game changer. Roquan Smith, they didn't have him when we played last year. He's their middle linebacker. Um, he's a beast. And the, their front seven is, is tremendous to uh, I, I know they have Jadavion uh, Clowney. I don't know a lot of the other guys up front on their team. And Clowney's obviously not even their best guy, but he's having Van Noy. Team. Van Noy's been playing well for them. Yeah. yeah there was I a mean, linebacker, but he's rush, he rushes a lot. The Well, it's funny because on that side of all, the big difference is their defensive coordinator, McDonald, yes. has been lights out. And he's kind of like the young Fangio. Like he's probably, you know, he's one of the best. He's one of the best defensive coordinators in the league right now, especially with the way he's been using, you know, the personnel. Ravens. Um, so, that dog's really loud. <laughs> oh, is he, is he coming through? I can't hear because oh. my, my noise canceling headphones. Yeah, yeah, he's coming through. Um, <laughs> Yeah, he's, I, he's, I think I can he, I can hear him in my house without my headphones. He um, disagrees okay. with your McDonald's. Yeah, well, well, because Vic is better. No, so, so that's going to be the most more interesting thing to watch is our offense versus their defense because that's like chess match. That's like they're two, they're the two best in the league, the best defense in the league, best offense in the league, and the two masterminds running them, and it. So that's going to be a lot of fun. But yes, um, obviously both sides are just as important. Our defense, if we can hold them, I, I mean, I love the way our defense is playing. I think you know. I think we can limit them. I think we can force a mistake or two. Question is, you know, 
we love to get close on those sacks and you know miss sacks or almost sacks against Lamar or some usually big plays that that'll be the difference if he could if he turns those third and longs almost sacks into giant 30 and 40 yard gains we're going to be in trouble yeah it'll be it'll be interesting to see I wonder if we dial up the pressure a little bit more um than we have this year um traditionally uh it'll be interesting to see I just I you got to keep him, try and keep him in the pocket, but also get home. It's it's a very difficult situation for us. We don't normally succeed at it. There was that one Thursday night game I alluded to where we did exceptionally well. well um, this year, I feel like, because in years past, we've been gashed, like, especially like the Flores years, because it's like, it's man. And like, if you miss in man and you're and the guy gets around him, there's everybody's got their back turned and those guys just run, you know, so with less of that, like I thought we did a decent job against Stack. He got loose a couple times, but for the most part, I think the guys have more the rushers have that that uh that word I can't think of. The <laughs> where discipline. The, thank you. That is exactly the word I'm looking for. They've yes. had that discipline to keep the gaps and and not uh you know go all out and and screw up the the play. We did, yeah, we did a decent. I'm trying to think of like the mobile quarterbacks we played this year. I mean, the Bills crushed us, but Josh Allen. That was the one thing I missed on the prop bets. He didn't, he didn't run that much. We kept him in the pocket. He killed us from the pocket. Um, you, Dak is another one that you alluded to. He's he's more of a he's an efficient kind of scrambler. He's very good at it. He, he does it very well, but he's not as as electric as say uh, Josh Allen or Lamar Jackson. Typically, I would no, he's he's like that, a but. he's like a poor man's Mahomes. Rush it right. He rushes to with his eyes down the field to either get a first down, but really looking to extend a play, not yeah. just to to just go and run. But he did have some nice runs against us. But that was later in the game on that drive where they had to have it. Um, it'll be interesting to see because it's such a big part of the Ravens' offense and their identity as just like who they are. I mean, Lamar has you know I think close to 800 yards rushing. So I mean, he's a basically a third running back that can that can throw better than most of the quarterbacks. In the, so <laughs> be interesting. And I get, and this might, might be a big Duke Riley game. He's actually been, he's been filling in really well at, uh, next to David long, you know, in place of Baker. Yeah. Yeah. I wonder, yeah. I mean, he's definitely going to be, if I, anybody can spy on him, I guess he would probably be the top option. Don't know if Javon Holland's playing. We should probably talk about the injuries because there's a lot of them. Um, so for us, I guess the key injury, uh, and most of you are aware, we talked about it a little bit, uh, on Tuesday, Jalen Waddle, uh, high ankle sprain yesterday, McDaniel said it wasn't that severe, might've led some people to think that he might be playing on Sunday. News came out today from Adam Schefter that it is unlikely that he plays. I think it's a little weird that they're releasing that this far ahead. Usually like if the guy's questionable to play you want to keep it as questionable and not let them know that he's not going to play seems odd like you know it just seems i mean like i don't think that i don't think that's of the week i don't think that the team that's not a team came out and say it that's more of a, a Schefter like sources like you know guessing at that you know seems unlikely it's not like we said it's unlikely but again he it's a could even a not severe high ankle sprain can keep people out four weeks so if he misses two weeks and comes back for the playoffs, that'd be great. Obviously, having him fully healthy now is great, but but missing one or two weeks on a high ankle sprain would, would still be pretty lucky. So he's been DNP or did not practice uh, both Wednesday and Thursday. Raheem Mostert, who's typically a DNP on Wednesdays, also DNP on Thursday. 
Um, so he hasn't practiced all week. Other than that, everybody else on the list uh, has been limited. But uh, the, you, sorry, but you did hear McDaniel's press conference where he it made it really sound like Raheem's going to go uh, this week. He's just like he's like it'll take a lot to keep him out, and uh, I think it's just extra rest. He could he could he could DNP tomorrow and still go Sunday. He knows this offense. He's been playing. Yeah. 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 And I, I think that honestly for him at this point, like I would rest him up as much as you can because he is starting to to show some wear. He had he has not. We talked about this off air. Um, he's never had this this sort of workload. He's never made it this far into a season without missing some time. He did play most of the season for us last year, but he did miss a couple games. Um, you know, he's having a great season. Um, you know, he's been a huge part of what we've been able to do. So, you know, uh keeping him rested and, and hopefully he's fresh and ready to go on Sunday. We're gonna need him, especially without Jalen Waddle. Um, A-Chan, uh, limited in practice, Armstead, uh, Robbie Chosen, Lester Cotton, Liam Eichenberg, Tyreek Hill, Javon Holland, Xavier Howard, Robert Hunt, Austin Jackson, Andrew Van Ginkle, and Tua Tagovailoa, all limited in practice on Thursday. So Tua's first appearance on the injury report this year, I believe, uh, is for a left thumb slash quad. So he's been limited in practice both Wednesday and Thursday. Um, I don't did- do you remember him hurting that thumb? I mean, left thumb, that's 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 the important hand. Mm, I mean, for him, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. I no, mean, I, I don't remember. I don't I mean, think these any of those I think most of those guys are going to play. I mean, chosen is he is, is he is I didn't see is he out of the concussion protocol, but there's that one part where you could do limited practices without contact and what before you're cleared. I mean that's not a huge news. I'm um, honestly it's Holland and and the offensive line is the is the the whole thing. Um, yeah, with Lester Cotton now appearing there. So he wasn't on the, the injury list on Wednesday. So I don't know if that means he was hurt in practice on Wednesday. Um but it says he had a hip injury and he was limited on Thursday. Um if he's unable to go, uh, that puts more uh pressure on Robert Hunt to play, um who Robert Hunt was a DNP on Wednesday. Um, and was limited on Thursday with that hamstring injury. Um, it's bothered him throughout the year. He's missed a couple couple games now because of it. Uh, he did come back and then uh, I guess reaggravated it. So he's he's missed some more time since then. Um, yeah. So we're banged up. Uh, it's at that point in the year, and um, we need to start hopefully getting some guys guys coming back from injury. Um, but we are starting to see some you know some new names on the injury list. So. And on the other side, the Ravens are are a little banged up themselves. Kyle Hamilton got banged up. It looks it looked bad um, in that 49ers game, but he's been I think he was limited, so he'll probably play. Say Flowers has not practiced this week, so he could might miss the game. Um, so that's that'd be that would be huge. Yeah, that would that that would definitely limit them because Bateman is is fine for their third, but not for your number one because he's different you know he's the speed guy he's not gonna odell is 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 the the slot guy um and even on defense they've got some uh outside they've they've got a couple of cornerbacks uh brandon stevens and uh jalen davis are a little uh not practicing this week yet so they're they may not be at 100 percent either yeah, uh, their linebacker, Patrick Queen, uh, limited on Wednesday, full participant today. And then Roquan was, was limited on Wednesday, full participant today. Those two guys, those inside linebackers for their team are just, they're monsters. <laughs> um, so, uh, yeah, 
it's uh, it's a very scary defense they have. I'm not looking forward to playing them. Um, so I guess we should probably make our predictions at this point. Um, this is going to be the, the first time that I have predicted the Dolphins to lose a game this year. I have not actually predicted them to lose any games. Last year you were able to sway me, or last week you were, well, you weren't. But the, the, just the conversation. Oh, no, I, sw- I swayed you. <laughs> and I was right. Yes, so was I. I was right to change. But, um, yeah, this week I just, uh, especially with the injury news um, and going on the road and everything I've seen out of this Baltimore Ravens team, um, I do think they are going to beat us. Um, I think they are going to score 27 points. And I think we are only going to score uh, I said 17 originally. I'm gonna I'm gonna up it to I'm gonna say we're gonna score 20 points. So I'm gonna say they beat us by seven. Uh, a single score. Okay. Game. 27. I, I was gonna give you a little crap because you were like they're not gonna trounce us, and I'm like you have them winning by 10. That's like that's pretty close to trouncing. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, double digit win. I mean, I it, it depends it. how it how yeah. that happens, right? Do they get a, the last second touchdown, or did we get a last second touchdown? Right. And you know, yeah. you, that score can can be in a close game or a blowout, depending. I think we're going to be competitive. Like I don't, you know, it's not going to be like the Bills game. Hopefully, um, I just I, I think they're just a little bit too much for us right now. So this may surprise some people, but it probably will not. I will. I am confident in a Dolphins victory because I am the optimist. But not just blindly. Every week this year, whatever team gets hailed, it happened to us with 70-20. Here's the best team in the league. No one could stop them. We lose the next week. Every time some team does something huge, beats beats a big opponent, has a giant win, they lose the next week. It's like king of the mountain. Every king of the mountain gets knocked off the mountain. This is the week we knock them off the mountain. Of course, it doesn't bode well for next week if that's the case because we'll be the kings of the mountain and we'll be playing the dreaded Bills. But we'll have wrapped up the AFC East, so it won't matter to us. Um, but leave it to the Bills to knock us out of the one seed, um, which would also suck. But I have us winning a close one. I have it 24-20. I hope you're right. I hope I'm wrong. I hope we are able to hold them to 20 points. That would be fantastic um okay should we take a little break and then come back and do all our games i think we've yeah let's do it you love breaks it's a good little stopping point we'll we'll get some ads in there for you guys i know i know the listeners love the ads the ads are great they're they're really they're helpful they're they're informative enjoy these ads we'll be right back why take one vacation with the family when you could take all of them? With Royal Caribbean, you don't just go to the beach. You visit a private island and race down the tallest water slide in North America. You don't just go for a road trip. You ATV and zip line through the jungle. You don't just go somewhere new. You rappel down waterfalls and discover ancient temples. Because this isn't just any vacation. This is all the vacations. Come seek the Royal Caribbean. Ships Registry, Bahamas. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda, you never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. And we're back. 
So now we can play our game. So we'll take a little stroll over to the degenerate side of things. Um, and there's not as many props as we would like. I think it's because of the Waddle injury news. Um, but uh, but we were able to we, we we found some good props for this week. I did want to talk a little bit about the weather in Baltimore on Sunday. We didn't mention that. So it looks like it's going to be okay. Uh, it can be a little dicey in the Northeast this time of year, as most of you are aware. But it looks like it's going to be 50 degrees. Is Baltimore the Northeast? I think so. They do consider themselves the most northern southern city, which would put them in the south, although they're okay. right in the middle. I've seen some pretty crappy weather in the most northern southern city in the, in the past. <laughs> so uh, we're going to say 50 degrees, partly cloudy with very light wind is is, uh, is doable. So that's that's good for us. Hopefully that uh, forecast holds up. And that's a high of 50. So there's a good chance part of the game is in the 40s. But as long as it's not windy, I, I you know, we'll be fine. Yes. Yes. All right. So. Taking a stroll over to the degenerate side of things, we're going to take a look at some of the props. Uh, as I alluded to, because of some of the Dolphins injury news, um, there's not as many uh, Dolphins on here as we would have liked. But I'm going to take um, my first look is going to be in the passing area. So this is the combination of passing plus rushing yards for one Lamar Jackson. It is at 290.5. So basically 290 yards is going to get over that when you combine his rushing and passing. I think that's a pretty good bet. I'm going to take the over on Lamar Jackson passing, passing plus rushing. Uh, say he's going to get over 290 yards. You fool. <laughs> yeah. I mean, that one seems pretty good to me. Um, the other ones I had to dig, I couldn't even find my, like the, 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 the crappy ones that I like, like where they have like the, the number of receptions for their second string running back. They didn't have anything like that this week. So um, I'm going to go over into the receiving props. Um, ooh, this, this actually moved. So I'm <laughs> the Durham Smythe receiving yards. That's one of the, that's the only other receiver other than Tyree kill. That's uh, that we have on the props. Uh, they had it at 18 and a half uh, when I took this. So it's up to 19 and a half now. So I, I probably, you always, think. you always get out, come out on the, the good side of that. How I'm taking that the under though. I'm taking the, under. Oh so yeah, but you get it. Oh, you're right. You rather have 19 than 18. Okay. Yeah. You got, well, you're, you're locked in that when it works in your favor, I'm not asking you to, yeah, I know, and I'm, <laughs> so I know was, because you know, I'm not. So it went up to 19 and a half. I'm guessing this is probably tied to the Waddle news. I don't know why they think that, Smythe is going to be the one that benefits the most from this, but he's the only other wide receiver. A yard, a yard is the benefit. I mean, it's got to. It just, I mean, he's he hasn't been on the props all year. He hasn't like we've looked at this all year. He hasn't even ever been on. So, I don't. Know. I'm taking the under. I don't think he's going to get 18 and a half yards receiving. Um. Now the flip side of that is Tyree Kill is at 92 and a half, which might seem like a really high number, but as all of you know. He breaks that usually with ease. And now with no Jalen Waddle, um, I also think he's going to be very, very keen on trying to get back into this race for 2000. I think he, I think he's very much still in play for that. I think he does have a big game on Sunday. Um, and I'm going to say he gets over 92 and a half. So I'm going to take the over on Tyreek receiving yards. So wait a minute. You're, you're saying he's still in line for 2000 or just for the, for the, for the, the record, the uh, the Calvin Johnson record. I think he can still get to two. I mean, I, it, it's obviously the odds aren't as good as as I felt a couple weeks ago, but I, I think he's still in play. 
He is at 1640. He's under, yeah. So he needs, uh, needs three, like 180 yards a game. Yeah. Okay, so in play, but not, yeah, not. Yeah, I mean, I mean I'm, not, I'm not saying put money on it. I'm just saying, like, I know he still wants it. Like, I, I think he, he, still... he basically needs a 200 yard game and in one of the one of the last two, which he could do. But yeah, yeah, yeah. He, he did the last time we played Baltimore, didn't he? He sure did. Yeah. So that those are my three. I think they're I think they're pretty solid. All right. I almost took dumb ones in place of receptions you can bet on on field goal kicks and our new our new lord and savior jason sanders at one and a half i almost took the over but honestly we're just going to be scoring touchdowns um i'm taking but i did find some uh a weird one i'm taking Tua's longest completion over 35 and a half so he's he's gonna hit a bomb somewhere so so I'm taking that. Um the I'm also saying two uh, over one and a half touchdowns. This one was money in the bank last year when we couldn't run. This year it hasn't hit as much because we've been running it in. I think he's gonna get at least two touchdowns, so I'm going with that. And then the we do have trouble with tight ends, so I'm taking Isaiah Likely's receiving over 43 and a half. Um, they just they tend to uh, we tend to give up some yards to the tight end, and they Likely's their if Flowers out, Likely's their go-to guy. <laughs> so, so 43 and a half. I feel like that's low. All right. Well, I hope you were definitely right on the uh, the two over on the touchdowns for sure. So. Cool. All right. So that does it for the degenerate side of things. Uh, I know, Rob, you're going to make some actual money bets uh, probably in the next coming days on your little Hard Rock app since you're in Florida. So I best, will. Haven't made best, them. Haven't made them yet. Best of luck to you, my friend. Thank you. Yes. They will all be pro dolphin bets. I'm sure they will. Okay. Um, let's do pick them for the week. So we're going to take a look at the slate of NFL games coming up. So. We are recording on Thursday. The Thursday night game has not yet started. It involves Rob's favorite team from childhood, the New York Jets, traveling to Cleveland to play against uh, Joe Flacco, who was their starting quarterback for a good portion of last season. Um, Now leading the Browns and looking really good, actually. And I have the Browns defense going in a championship fantasy league and a consolidation third, fourth place fantasy league. Browns are favored by seven. I don't think either of us want to bet on this, but I think we both like the Browns a lot. Yeah, yeah. we never looked up to see if Amari Cooper is actually going to play. It's probably announced by now, but we don't care enough um, to bet it. It doesn't talk about it. it. Yeah, it doesn't matter to me. They're, they're going to win. And I, mean, I the think Browns, they'll probably cover. The Browns that. can still win, their, win the one seed, as ridiculous as that is. They're, they're the... So, so we, we have to keep an eye on them, but, and that's the one thing we, we forgot to mention, like, yes, we, you know, we've already made the playoffs, but we still can be anywhere between the one and the six seed. Like, yeah. yeah. We can go all the way down to six. So, so we, we definitely want to be, keep winning. I mean, the likelihood of us falling to six is pretty low. Right. But it's still, yeah. it's still possible, but, but, you know, but if you don't win the division, you're jumping to five, like the best you could do is five. So. Right, it'll most likely be five. So you'd be jumping from you could be jumping from one or two to five if you end up 
screwing the pooch to the to the uh five's not that bad because that means you're playing whoever wins the nfc south true so whatever either way we're in much better position this year than we were last year let's not get injured anymore i'm gonna knock on wood here and hope for the best on sunday so um detroit lions this is a good game plus five and a half going to dallas um this is a is this a this is a saturday night game so saturday night yeah detroit going to dallas getting five and a half on the road i I think Detroit might actually be the better of the two teams. Um, I would I would bet Detroit with those with that amount of points. Yeah, I'm not taking the Cowboys here. It's hard it's hard to see them losing at home after the losing the two or three straight, whatever they've done. And yeah, the way they've lost. But if they still don't have that defensive tackle, the Lions are gonna run all over them because they 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 have the power run and they have the the Jameer Gibbs like lightning run so that's going to be interesting and and the lines have a good defensive front so if they're still missing their their offensive linemen that they missed against us uh they could be in for some trouble because that left tackle was awful the the backup left tackle was awful against us it's a tough matchup for the cowboys um it is at home they're very good at home um I, I'm not saying I like the, the Lions to win for sure, but I do like them to cover. Honestly, to me, it's it's down to that. Like you wait till Sunday if that left tackle doesn't play, you know, yeah. smash the Lions if he's playing. Stay away. Um, Sunday we're into the Sunday, the early games on Sunday. San Francisco traveling across the country to play the Washington Commanders, led by one Jacoby Brissett. They have finally pulled the plug on the Sam Howell experiments. Um, the 49ers are favored by 12 and a half. I like them bouncing back. It is a lot of points. Probably wouldn't bet it, but um, the commanders are garbage. I know the commanders were one of my favorite teams last week. They did that thing where they embarrassed the Jets and then still lost to screw up the Jets draft pick. It was gorgeous. Yeah, that was good. That was nicely done. Thanks to uh, our old friend Jacoby Brissett getting in the game and getting them back into it. Um, the New England Patriots plus 13 at the Buffalo Bills. Um, the Bills are absolutely going to murder the Patriots. I'm Too many points. They, we talk, I talked about last week how the Bills play down to their competition. I mean, they'll win. They'll win comfortably. But I, I, I mean, maybe not. They might win on the last second. I don't. Look, we want it would be amazing if they lost because then the, then we, you know, oh, I want them done, to lose. They're and then we have the division. I don't think they're going to lose, but I don't think they're going to. I think there's a good chance they're they're not going to cover. I'll, I'll take the Patriots getting all, two touchdowns. Give me Buffalo. I wouldn't be surprised if the game is 13 to nothing. <laughs> Actually, I would. That would be a push. 14 to nothing. <laughs> 14 to nothing. Um, OK. Arizona Cardinals plus 11 at Philadelphia. This is one I'm not as confident. I mean, I like the Eagles to win, um, but that, that's a lot of points. I'm not going to touch that one. Oh, you didn't. Oh, we didn't bet this. I like. Yeah, because I actually like the points. It's just too many points. You also remember you have their offensive coordinator is now the head coach. There's that familiarity. They're they're missing him. That's one of the thing, you know, one of the things people are like, well, what's wrong with Philadelphia? I'm like, well, they lost both coordinators. I thought Gannon was there. Oh, defense. Gannon was the defense. You're right. You're right. You're right. Steichen on the either way. Offensive. Yeah. But on both sides, they don't look as good. They don't look as good on defense. They don't look as good on offense. Right. So. And both of those guys, both of those coaches are doing a good job as head coaches. Mm -hmm. I think there's Arizona's got three wins. Yeah. But 
but people thought they were the worst team in the league and like they've played okay. They're pretty, like, they're pretty close to the worst team in the league. But, but yeah. it's not coaching. It's I mean they're they're lacking a talent. <laughs> they okay. they started Josh Dobbs off the street when he's good and then you'd held him too long like a bit like an old banana. Um and then he started stinking again. Apparently that guy's only good when he doesn't know the offense. It's incredible. <laughs> Uh, the New Orleans Saints plus two and a half at the Buccaneers. Uh, Tampa Bay Buccaneers quietly putting together a very good little late season run here. I like the Buccaneers. Same. L.A. Rams uh, favored by five and a half going into the Meadowlands to play the Giants. I like the Rams. Giants a little frisky now that they've you know d- done away with uh, Tommy DeVito and they went back to Tarod Taylor. But yeah, I, the Rams are actually playing really well. Yes, quietly. Quietly as well. Uh, the Carolina Panthers plus six at the Jacksonville Jaguars. I don't want anything to do with this game. We don't know if Lawrence is playing and the Bry- Bryce Young looked good, but the Packers, Packers defense is, is their yeah. defense is grotesque. They Why they haven't fired their defensive coordinator is a mystery to me. Um, don't care about this game. The Las Vegas Raiders at the Indianapolis Colts who are quietly imploding um it is a three and a half point uh game that the colts are favored in i think we both kind of like the raiders here but uh we do the raiders who are not out of the afc west uh they could win the afc west (laughs) love it would love to see that the atlanta falcons plus three uh going to chicago i don't care i like (laughs) chicago in that mostly because I don't like I like rooting against Atlanta, which is a team of players I love, but I hate the way the coach uses them, so I want him to get fired. I think that's a pretty safe bet at this point in time. Um, the Tennessee- or, sorry, tangent. Okay. Don't fire him and, ha- and have him be like, hey, you know these really great players that we don't use? We should trade them, and we should make a, get a package to, to have Bijan with A-Chan and bring Kyle Pitts over here. And hell, I'll give him, as much as I love Mostert, I'll give him Mostert and Smythe and, and, a, and a draft pick or two. Let's do it. Make it happen. Sure. Yeah, that sounds good. I'm sure they'll go for that. But honestly, the Kyle, I would love to see. I, I, I My new thing is like Kyle Pitts. Like I'm like, they're, they're not, they're not going to pay him. They can't use him. I kind of want to see what Mike McDaniel can do with Kyle Pitts. Yeah, that'd be awesome. Uh, the Tennessee Titans plus four at the Houston Texans. We believe uh, CJ Stroud is coming back. I think we both like the Texans. Yeah, I thought that line moved up to like five and a half with the Stroud news. Are you looking at some old stuff? I mean, it's it updated. It's been updating. Let's see. Hard Rock has it at five and a half. Uh, <laughs> nope, still four. Oh, all right. Well, if you like the if you like the Texans, go to wherever you're betting from. DraftKings. If you like the Titans, go to Hard Rock Bet. Not as um, Yes. <laughs> Pittsburgh Steelers plus three and a half at the Seattle Seahawks. Um, I like the Steelers to cover here. I, I, it sounds weird, but I mean, I feel like they have some decent players on offense. And you know, watching them play last week with with Mason Rudolph the quarterback, they just they seemed a lot better. I don't, the Bengals are a pretty good defense. 
that is a mirage that you has fooled you. I will take the Seahawks all day. All right. Well, we got another one. So give me the Steelers plus three and a half on the road. Um, Speaking of the Cincinnati Bengals, Bengals plus six and a half going into Kansas City. I still believe in the Chiefs for whatever reason. I think they cover this. I think the Bengals have, you know, I think they're. Honestly, it looked like they might be okay with Browning, but I think they're. Not. I can't touch it. If the if the Bengals didn't just lay that egg against the Steelers, I'd yeah. be all about this as being too too much because the Chiefs have proven that they don't deserve these big numbers. But uh, yeah, if the Chiefs lose this game or don't even or don't cover, I mean, there's are already the articles came out. They're like, well, the this Chiefs team is not going to win the Super Bowl, and you're like. Which is hard to say when it's, uh, you know, when they have Patrick Mahomes. We'll see. I do think they get it done on Sunday. So here's here's a really good one. Uh, late afternoon game on Sunday, the Los Angeles Chargers, led by Easton oh. Stick, going into Mile High to play the Denver Broncos, led by Jarrett Stidham. So, funny fact. Remember when the uh, Raiders last year were just like, you know what? We can't let Carr get hurt because it'll trigger a, a yeah, moment. We're, we're going to play Stidham. It was the same dude. It's, yeah. this, this guy just looks for, where's an overpriced quarterback that has an injury guarantee and is, I'm going to go there so, so, so he'll get benched for me. Same dude, same situation. They're just like, <laughs> And there was the news you heard the the you saw the reports where like they basically went to Wilson. They're like, we're gonna bench you if you, we don't rework this contract to take this, you know, remove this the guarantee clause on injury. And he's like, why would I do that? And they're like, because you won't play. And he's like, yeah, that's cool. Yeah, I mean, eighty five million dollars he's gonna get. What is yeah. that? That's the dead money. <laughs> so yeah, I wouldn't I wouldn't change it either. Yep. So, but yeah, who cares? I mean, I can't even. I don't know what to make of of either of these teams, and I don't need to because they're both out of everything. Where do you think? I guess before we get to the the is it Sunday night game, where do you think Wilson's going to end up? I was thinking about this yesterday when the news came out. I was like, I wonder where he goes. I mean, there's a there's a part of me that would would be like he could be out of football, but he I, but I don't see it because like. If if you if you get to just sign him to like a regular contract and not have his contract, Atlanta. That's the first one that came to mind. He's actually had a. I mean, his numbers this year are not bad. They're not as bad, but they're but he's still he's not. But like he's always been good at play action. Like if Arthur, oh, Smith you have a power do, run game and a defense. Yeah, yeah. Like I think I mean you can win with this guy. Like I mean, and you can. I mean. I don't think he's ever going to be what he was like a couple of years ago. I, I think he should go to the the Jets or the Pats. I mean, I would I would love that. I don't <laughs> see him going to the Jets because no. I don't think I don't think their GM Aaron Rodgers would allow that to happen. Um, but uh, oh come on, backing up Rodgers, having having Russell Hackett Wilson and, and Hackett as the and offensive Hackett coordinator and and Aaron Rodgers in the same. You know, on the same team in the same locker room, that'd be amazing. I I think Atlanta makes a lot of sense. I don't think New England makes sense. No, it well, no, it. Um, 
I mean, who else? Like Washington, if depending Pittsburgh, on who, yeah. who is over Pittsburgh. Pittsburgh's they're probably not going to go away from from Pickett with uh, yet. I think the they'll Saints, give him another shot. Derek Carr, like, like, are they? How long do they have to keep him for? Just, yeah, who knows? Oh, yeah, you know who could use him? Maybe he'll go to Seattle. I mean. I, I'm not gonna lie. That was one of the ones that popped up into my head. I don't. I don't think. He, I don't think he'd go back there. So Minnesota. I mean, Maybe. I'd rather resign Kirk. But like, even if he go misses the first half of the year. Yeah, I don't think he. I don't know. I don't know. I think Atlanta would probably make the most sense. That's the team that makes the most sense to me. Um. Okay. And then we have our Monday night game, or sorry, Sunday night game. The Green Bay Packers plus one going into Minnesota. So Minnesota not starting. Nick Mullins, they'll be starting that I think he's a rookie. Is it Jared Hall? Jared Jared Hall? Yes. Yeah, I, I like the Packers. Um I, I do think Jordan Love has done some some nice things this year. Um I like their offense. I don't like the Vikings, and I think the Packers beat them. Vikings win this game. They should have beat the Lions. They their defense made Bryce Young look good, so this rookie even throw into uh Justin Jefferson, he'll be fine. Okay. Yeah, I'll take the backs. I know Jair Alexander is not playing. Did you did you see <laughs> that? Amazing. amazing. Uh so Jair Alexander is their best uh cornerback. He's one of the better cornerbacks in the NFL. Um apparently he made himself captain for this. He just walked out. Apparently they rotate captains so they don't have like, so every week it's somebody different and he just walked out with the captains for the coin toss apparently because he's from Carolina. So yeah. he's from Charlotte. So he's like, so, you know, it made sense. And the best part is he almost screwed up the, the coin. He almost screwed up the pick. Well, he, he won the toss. He did. Win he won the, the toss, but he said, we want to be on defense instead of saying we want to we defer, defer. Yeah. which would mean they'd get to, the other team would get to receive it on both halves if they didn't correct. They corrected him, and like, and it went the right way. But really, he could have he could have totally, totally screwed them. Yes, it would have been amazing. Him. I would have loved to see that a team getting getting the kickoff twice. When they asked him questions about it too, he like he didn't seem to understand that that was. He's, yeah, he still he doesn't he, understand. He still doesn't get the rules. I guess. So. But that's so, okay. He's a much better football player than I am. So that is true. Either way, he's not going to be on the field uh, for this game. But that doesn't change the fact that I think the Vikings are better than – I'm sorry, the Packers are better than the Vikings. All right, that does it for Pick'em. Um, it is now time for our favorite part of the show, Rob, so I hope you have that drop queued up. Oh, I sure do. Yes, it is time for Miami Dolphins Fantasy Camp. And for those of you that are unaware, Miami Dolphins Fantasy Camp is a game that Rob and I play every week where we draft fantasy football teams comprised entirely of Miami Dolphins uh, players, mostly skilled players on offense. Uh, There are some defensive players that can be slotted in there and will be slotted in there. Um, I've already clinched the season uh, with my victory last week. But we're going to keep playing because we love it so much. There are no losers in, in fantasy camp. And this week, Rob gets to pick first. So go ahead, Rob. You can take Tyreek. I don't know. 
<laughs> All right, I'll take him. Tyreek Hill. Fair enough. That's I win. Pick. Yeah, eh, probably. Um, I'm going to take both running backs then. So uh, with you know Waddle potentially out, most likely out, I'm going to take uh, Devon Achan and Raheem Mostert. Oh, maybe I don't win. Well, we'll you know what? I'm I'm go. You're taking both running backs. Taking both Wilsons. Give me both Wilson Juniors. Solid. Yeah, I would like to see, and that's the best part about fantasy camp. We talk about it every week. We we love each other's teams, and we want them to do well because we love the players. So yes, um, I do. I did like seeing Jeff Wilson Jr. play a more prominent role last week. I I think he's probably. Gonna I mean, be I'm not going to say I liked seeing it because that happened because Mostert was banged up. Like Mostert would have been. Oh, in, that's true. That's a good uh, that's why he was doing it. Like they, he came back after he was hurt for the goal line, probably because they had that play they that sick play they wanted to run. But later on, when we like we needed to run for a first down, they didn't bring him back, and they left Jeff Wilson out there. So I guess they were confident enough that you know he knows the running plays. Um, and Wilson's a there. beast, man. No, oh, he I, is like, a beast. I, I do like him a lot, so I uh, would like to see him get some more runs. So and Cedric's been getting, been playing, you know, been playing more and more. If Waddle doesn't go, I mean, it's not going to have a huge game. I'm really hoping for a touchdown, but you know, he could end up with four for 50 or you know something like that fair enough um and with that i will go ahead and uh, roll the dice here because there's not really anybody left to pick so i'm going to gamble that waddle does in fact play and i'll take Jalen waddle i'll roll the dice here and, and hope that he shows up and not only shows up but torches the ravens as he is like to do hmm yep I get it. Who I mean, the ten, even if a ten percent chance he plays is better than probably whoever else you were going to put in that spot. And although you you missed the chance to 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 draft Durham Smythe, <laughs> this is true. This I mean he, he you know he, he showed up in a big way last week. He was they 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 were throwing him the ball and it was uh it was fun to see. I liked that, and we didn't really talk about it on the uh, the podcast on Tuesday when we were recapping the Cowboys game. I liked that that wrinkle to the offense, which we haven't really seen this year, not just specifically Smythe, but it just seemed like they were having those intermediate routes where the guys were just like kind of stopping at that like eight, nine-yard mark route. It was mostly Smythe, but I saw Wilson do it a couple times also. Um, we were just taking those underneath throws because they're there. Um, I'd like to see more of that. That's you know Those are nice... Those are eight, nine yards per play is, is very good. You should do more of that. I agree. Let's do it. Did you take your second guy? I have not. So, yeah, I, yeah you, you put me off course by bringing up Durham's life. So I'm going to take uh, Andrew Durham's Van life. No, Andrew oh. Van Ginkle. Yes. <laughs> are you sure? All Pretty right. You know, put him in my defensive spot. I actually, I think I had him as my first pick here just because of the coverage and the the versatility but i'll go with chubb obviously he's been he's been on fire so we'll keep riding him and honestly i'm a i'm a i'm gonna throw a little wrinkle i'm gonna take zach sealer he was drafted by the ravens and he's kind of you know had a couple of huge games and he's always he's been solid but then he's had a couple you know with the touchdowns and the the interceptions and the fumbles and the stuff I, i'm i'm a, i'm gonna take him i want a big game from sealer here that was that was who i was gonna take um with really <laughs> that's great my last pick. 
because because of the Baltimore thing and also just yeah I mean I think he's going to be a, a key to this game so um I'm actually you know we do the, we do the draft um you know before we record and I said originally that I was going to take Christian Wilkins I'm actually going to I'm going to throw a little curveball here I'm going to I'm going to take Durham Spike and put him in the uh, put him in What? The, <laughs> put him in the flex spot. I'll nice. My defensive player and then throw throw Smythe into the uh the flex the flex. We'll see. We'll see if we can recreate some of that magic from last week that was uh that was working well and I think would will work well against this defense as well. I like it. This also means a big game from Wilkins cuz you had originally leaned his way. Yeah, that'd be great too. I mean, that's the best thing about, like we said, the best thing about fantasy camp is even when we, you know, even if we choose the wrong guy and a different guy has a big game, that's good because we want all of them to have big games. Yes, sir. Um, cool. I, we haven't done nonsense in a minute, but I actually uh, went to the movies. Uh, I think it was yesterday and saw that uh, the new Godzilla movie or the minus one. Have you seen that? Oh, I have not. I heard good things. It was excellent. Yeah, I mean, it was amazing. I, I was fully under the impression that it was part of like the new Godzilla movies, which I think have been fine and fun. Um, no, this is actually it's a it's a it's a Japanese director. It's a fully Japanese cast. It's all in Japanese. Um, it has nothing to do with the um, the series on Apple or the, you know, the new kind of rebooted Godzilla movies, um, which are fine. And I think they're fun. Have you watched the Monarch, the series on Apple? I started it yesterday. Um, it seems okay. I'm definitely going to watch it just cause I'm a fan of the Is genre. it like, but is it like a lot of months? Is it a lot of just talking about Godzilla as opposed I haven't to- gotten enough into it yet. Gotcha. Um, it's, it's so far it is. Yeah. It's been nothing but talking. So, um, but it looks like it could be interesting. Either way, minus one though was, was phenomenal. Like I yeah, I heard great things about that. Yeah, can't can't speak highly enough about it. I mean, the effects are great. Uh, the story is really good. Again, it's all, it is all in Japanese, so um, it's going to be subtitles. But um, yeah, it was awesome. My uh, my well, my daughter, who's a you know big monster movie fan as well, um, she liked it, um, even though she had to read the subtitles, which she hates. Um, oh, I love it. It's yeah, no. yeah, it was good. It was uh, very very well done really cool like it's like it's like a period piece it happens right as world war ii is ending um and then you know goes into the few years post world war ii in japan um yeah it's it was awesome can't can't recommend it enough looking forward to watching it again uh was was a great movie very cool yeah how about you seen anything good of late i have not i don't think i can't even remember what i watched oh my god i watched that uh Zack Snyder's Rebel Moon on Netflix. That was the worst piece of garbage I've ever Ooh, sat I through. Saw it was really bad. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, I, Is it I worth bought. Watching? Can I watch it? No, Santa brought me a giant TV, so I wanted to watch something like you know big on it. So we watched that, and it was like it was. It's just it's it's a bad remake of the Magnificent Seven, where they're like going around trying to find the people that are to help them make the fight, and it's only like the and it's part one, so like <clears throat> they, you don't even get to the big fight. Um, very bad. So much slow motions, terrible dialogue, awful plot holes. It was awful. Um, but the good news is there's no payoff. Yes, I mean it. It ends. <laughs> it has an ending. It's not like a cliffhanger, but like there's still more to come. <clears throat> not a fan of that. Um, but wait, there's more. I uh, did finally watch the Barbie movie now that it's uh, free on the thing. That was enjoyable. Um, yeah, that was good. 
I don't go in for singing in movies. I don't like singing in my movies. Those those could have been shorter, but you know, I enjoyed it. I I get what they were going for. It was good. Uh, oddly enough, I liked it more than Rebecca. She was just like, meh. I'm like, all right. Did you see Oppenheimer yet? Or no? I have not. That'll that'll come next on the on the big TV. Yeah, that's a good one. Um, the Dune trailer was ahead of the Godzilla movie. Um, Ooh, looks real. I mean, looks really really good. Previews always tend to look really good, but uh, yeah, no, nah, it looks awesome. The <laughs> the Harkonnen planet, like the you know the, the fade stuff, like it all looks really really good. So, looking forward. We're gonna rewatch the uh, the first one uh, probably in the yeah, next makes few sense. days here. Yeah, to get ready for it. Um, but yeah, I'm, I'm stoked for that. That looks, it looks amazing. So very much looking forward to that. Oh, cool. Where are we, Wrong are we button. Fantasy camp again? Nope. I was um, trying to, I was trying to cue this one. <laughs> oh, am I getting, the, I'm getting the hook? Talking to I was you. just subtly giving you the hook. I'm getting hungry. It's late over here. Get off stage. Yeah. Well, happy new year, everybody. Early. Let's go Dolphins. Let's bring in the new year with a victory. We can do it, even though I predicted we will. We will do it. Let's go, Dolphins!